Diversifying away from the dollar, a new era of bilateral settlements. Research Insights, July 2023. Since its coupling with gold at the 1944 Bretton Woods Conference, the US dollar has been the world's dominant currency. It drives global trade and investment flows and accounts for the bulk of central banks' foreign currency reserves. Lately, however, the dollar's share in allocated global reserves has dipped, falling from 72% in 2001 to 59% in the first quarter of 2023, according to IMF estimates. Recently, a private agency, Eurozone SLJ Capital, used a proprietary methodology to calculate that effectively the dollar's share has dropped even further collapsing to 47% in 2022, and by implication, lower still in 2023. This would mark the first time in many decades that the USD did not make up the majority of Forex holdings. Meanwhile, gold share of total reserves, having hit a trough of 6.2% in 2013, is back up above 10%, similar to its levels, in the early 2000s. In light of the prevailing geopolitical climate, marked by the US imposing over 3,000 sanctions on Russia and threatening to do so the same to China should it invade Taiwan, discussions around de-dollarization have gained traction. In its purest sense, de-dollarization may be a bridge too far, except perhaps for countries that operate on the periphery of the international system and has strained or broken ties with the US. For everyone else, while the dollar's hegemony will remain unchallenged, alternative settlement systems will challenge the greenback's all-pervasive role in the coming years. Reserve currencies, no other contenders. The dollar's position as the currency of choice for trade, investments and reserves is due to both the heft of the US economy, and the dollar's ease of convertibility. Its closest rival on the both scores is the euro, which currently has shares of approximately 40% and 20% in cross-border payment activity and reserves, respectively. Yet, even as the euro appears a compelling alternative, the eurozone is only a loose union of 28 diverse countries, with distinct politics, fiscal policies, and varying monetary policy goals. The euro is thus highly susceptible to internal shocks, but more importantly, Europe's economic relevance measured in terms of its share of global trade, GDP, or population, is steadily declining. Conversely, as the economic centre of gravity shifts towards Asia, and particularly to India and China, the renminbi's share in reserves has steadily risen, but at just 2.7%, currently, it remains relatively insignificant. Holding it down both now and in the foreseeable future is the RMB's lack of capital account convertibility, but also China's geopolitical frictions with the West and its Asian neighbours alike. Bilateral Settlements with no viable alternatives in sight, 
the dollar will most certainly remain first amongst equals in terms of global reserve holdings and in cases where transactions involve a third currency. However, the dollar's overall use in cross-border transactions, particularly high-volume, low-value one, will come under growing threat as several recent developments start to converge. These include new technology-driven payment systems, the rise of bilateral trade conducted in domestic currencies, and the rise of central bank digital currencies. Increasingly, countries are collaborating to interlink their payment systems. A case in point is the integration of India's Unified Payments Interface, the UPI, with Singapore's PayNow platform. Similar linkage systems have been extended to other countries, such as the UAE, Mauritius and Indonesia, facilitating real-time payments at competitive exchange rates and with low remittance fees. India has been at the forefront of such interlinked payment systems, which countries as diverse as France and Bhutan have begun to adopt. In time, this could reduce the dependence on the USD in the cross-exchange market, that is, as a linking currency, reducing its overall role in the currency market. Bilateral trade settlements are also on the rise, and an ASEAN summit this year member countries formally agreed to enhance their regional payment connectivity and promote the use of local currency transactions called the LCTs. By September 2023, it also plans to enable the use of universal quick response, the QR codes, for payments across the region, notably the central banks of the Philippines, Indonesia, Malaysia, Singapore and Thailand, have already implemented contactless QR code payment systems for goods and services between these countries, facilitating increased financial inclusion for consumers and micro, small and medium-sized enterprises, the MSMEs, in the region. Numerous countries are also entering into agreements to use local currencies to settle their trade dealings. India has enabled special Vostro rupee accounts, the SPRAs, for settling transactions in rupees with 19 countries, including Russia, Singapore, Germany and the UK. Meanwhile, China has established bilateral swap lines, the BSLs, with over 40 countries and is encouraging these countries to also trade with each other in RMB. A small network of BSLs has also been created by India with the SARC Group, with Sri Lanka already availing funds to tackle its economic crisis. And finally, digital currencies. CBDCs are the next frontier for countries looking to mitigate currency volatility and other risks associated with using the USD. China is presently developing the ECNY or Digital Yuan to facilitate seamless and cost-effective cross-border transactions. A study conducted by the Bank of International Settlements, the BIS, in 2021 revealed that over a dozen major central banks are considering building interoperability into their CBDC frameworks to reduce friction in cross-border and cross-currency settlements. 
Several are working with BIS on the Embridge Wholesale CBDC platform, which aims to facilitate wholesale transactions amongst financial institutions. There has been a notable progress in this regard with over 20 commercial banks in Hong Kong, China, the UAE, and Thailand now utilizing the Embridge platform for foreign exchange payments and corporate payment transactions. Yet, it is also important to acknowledge that most countries remain at the research stage of CBDC implementation. About two dozen countries, including India, China, France, Canada, Switzerland, Singapore, Saudi Arabia, and the UAE, are either piloting a CBDC program or have fully launched one according to the Atlantic Council's CBDC tracker. As such, the full-fledged utilization of CBDCs will hinge on advancements in technology, market structures, international cooperation mechanisms, and data governance frameworks across jurisdictions. In conclusion, even as the USD's position as the global reserve currency of choice is far from being challenged, the rising interlinkage of payment systems and incorporation of digital currencies are likely to make trade and even investment flows less dollar-centric in the next few years. As countries explore alternatives for direct conversion of currency, the USD's role as an intermediary currency will decline. Looking ahead, even as the dollar maintains its dominance in an absolute sense, its relative importance would slowly but inevitably fade. <music>